Hi, everybody. I'm Eric Garneau, and this is Blank Cassette, the podcast that takes a close look at your mixes to get the stories behind the songs. This week, writer and game designer Will Hindmarch shares the kind of Frankenstein playlist stitched together from a few different mixes he's made over the years that follows a biographical narrative thread. The topic of that thread? Living with yourself. It's something we all have to do, and Will takes it head on here. Uh, Will details how music is inextricably tied with his professional and personal life in this mix. As someone who designs role-playing games, it is literally the soundtrack to some key moments in his life. Everybody says, oh, music's the soundtrack to my life. For Will, it is literally the soundtrack to several parts. Uh, He also provides a musical crash course on perseverance and in finding successes in maybe unexpected places. If you have a mix you'd like to have featured on Blank Cassette, email a tracklist and a brief description of why you made the thing to mixtape at nerdalogs.com. We would love to hear from you. And of course, Blank Cassette is a Nerdalogs production. We make all sorts of cool stuff, like other podcasts, live comedy shows, and even games. If you like what we do, you can support this show by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. That is mega helpful. And if you really like what we do, you can mosey on over to patreon.com slash nerdalogs and support us with a monthly donation of your choosing. That money goes towards helping to make more shows like this. Backers who pledge $5 a month or more gain access to our digital museum, including some bonus content from this very podcast. In this week's Patreon bonus, Will talks about his high school radio show, gushes over the Violent Femmes' bass tone, and shares his three tricks for incorporating music into live role-playing sessions, among other things. Gamers and geeks, get at this one. Of course, first and foremost, thanks everyone for listening. We're so glad you enjoy this show, and let's get to Will. My name is Will Hindmarch, and we are listening to a Frankenstein playlist that is made from three or four mixtapes that I have reconstructed into one new living being. It's a little bit out of chronological order, but it is very much in a narrative order. So there's a certain bit here about uh, self-defeating habits and uh, mental health and mental well-being, coming to peace with myself. Uh, accepting what it is that I like, finding not just uh, kind of love in life, but finding, I mean, as corny as it sounds, but finding the ability to kind of accept and live with the person that I'm stuck with all day, which is me. 
So it's not a it's not a mistake that the things that are out of chronological order are where they are. Some of them are things that I realized later that I connected to because of somebody that I've been carrying around all this time that that has been looking for a song that I didn't find for years, but that I needed, you know, five years before I found it. You know, some some of it is directly from the references that I was getting at the time that that song by Orbital Halcyon and on and on is uh, definitely I had heard the song I think probably once before and then that its use in the opening to the movie Hackers embedded it in my head forever because the way the city turns into a circuit board to that song had a great kind of organic to digital aesthetic to it that really was speaking to me at the time and I've carried around for a long time it's it's a song that makes me more comfortable on flights it's a song that I'll play uh, that it, it, it kind of mellows me out without making me want to relax in a way that's really, I don't have another song that's quite like that. And so it has that dynamic. Uh, and then that couldn't kind of be more different than the stuff from uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs, which to me requires the intro by Stephen Wright. Uh, and those things so emerged from soundtracks into my vocabulary. Uh, but so many of the playlists that I make are soundtracks for role-playing game sessions and such. So my, I think my muscle memory is just to make things that have mixes that have that kind of either narrative or atmospheric style. And I know I engage music much more narratively than I do. I, I'm not a musician. Uh, I've tried to be a musician and I'm terrible at it. I just don't have the head for the way music actually works. But I'm, I'm pretty decently versed, at least in the way that it affects me and the way that it can interact with storytelling. A lot of the music in here is about how uncomfortable I feel of myself day to day or year to year. Uh, but the kind of arc of the whole mix is about how I'm growing more comfortable with myself over time. So it's while uh, Brad Sucks has this great track called Fixing My Brain that's early on in the list, that is not early on in the list chronologically. Going from Orbital to the Reservoir Dogs soundtrack and, and forward, it's kind of an anachronism backwards in time where it is there. And that's because it is such a great description of lyrically and just kind of in its vibe what it is that I associate with my, sometimes my worst days and my fears to get better. And that's very much where I was in the 90s when a lot of this, a lot of the inspiration for this mix was first coming together.
super sounds of the 70s weekend just keeps on coming with this little ditty that reached up to 21 in May of 1970. The George Baker selection, Little Green Bag. Yeah, so Andrew Bird is a piece of the landscape to me. Not only uh, I don't, I'm not a good concert goer. I've seen Andrew Bird probably more than I've seen anyone live. Uh, certainly, would be I think it's a it's a tie between Andrew Bird, the Decemberists, and Cake. And the only reason Cake is not on this album is because I don't associate them with my mental health. I don't associate them with my mental uh, uh, strife either. Uh, and if I was really good at this, I would have I would have put Cake in there. I would have put their cover of Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive in there. But Andrew Bird to me, Andrew Bird here represents both the time that I spent in kind of swing and, and Tin Pan Alley music and, and, and hot jazz for Squirrel Nut Zippers because he was a violinist on some of their albums. And, uh, uh, and then also the fact that he's got, one, just this phenomenal ability to create texture and space and storytelling sometimes even without dialogue, without his words. And then also that I was listening to his music when I was first getting gigs in the RPG scene. And so when I got the opportunity for the first time to write for the vampire role-playing game, which was known for putting in quotes from songs in under the headers of various pages and stuff, I got a chance to pick one of those quotes, and I quoted from Case in Point, a song that's on this playlist. Uh, The quote that I went with is, you know you can't ride the concept of the horse, but still I try, which to me sounds like not only me being me, but also sounds like a great fit for what we're doing as gamers, as role players, when we're not actually able to become someone else, and probably it's best that we can't anyway, that we don't try too hard, but the trying is the fun part of it. We're never necessarily going to be starship captains or uh, elven queens, but we're going to love the fact that we can play at it. 
press on through this kind of 
arc to the mix, the song Red Right Angle by the Decemperists is such a great melancholy song. It's a kind of a narrative song. It's a little bit of a reminiscence, but to me, it's also a reminder of projects that I will start sometimes out of woe and then not finish because they don't feel good to be working on them. And in this case, it's that I literally set out, I plotted a novel based on the Decemberist music uh, completely just as a fan thing. Uh, and Red Right Ankle was the sort of seed of that. It was the start of it. The three main characters are all essentially come from that song. Uh, and I'll never either because of legal rights or because I don't know when I would actually write it or what benefit it would have to me or an audience or anyone, I'll never get to write that novel. But the dynamic of plotting it and putting it together in which it was essentially fan fiction in which all of the Decemberist music was real in the same universe. And this was all the way up to Hazards of Love. And when Hazards of Love came out, I had to incorporate it as a complete work inside the fictional world of the novel. But so, to me, the December songs don't peel apart very well. They've all become kind of this shared universe thing to me because I spent so much time pouring over them. And because the start of that was from this place of melancholy and the kind of storytelling that is in those, Red Right Ankle is the one that stands into me for not just that project, but the reason why I start and abandon projects like that. Blood Red Moon 
interventionist God But I know, darling That you do But if I did I would kneel down And ask him Not to intervene When it came to you Well not to touch a hair In your head Leave you as you are If he felt he had to direct you And direct you into my arms Into my arms Oh Lord Into my arms Oh Lord Into my arms Oh Lord Into my arms I feel like it's easy to think that this should all be emo and which is fine. But to me, as as a good mix, it needs to be more elastic. It wants to to go through the lowlands and the highlands and it wants to have lots of different kinds of riffs and sounds to it. So to me, one way to get that sense of traversal is to run the gamut from something that's kind of both as modern and as as rocking as Royal Blood. Uh, And that song Figure It Out could be in some ways, kind of an anthem for just that's the method that my wife and I go through to get through the day, right? We're just like, I don't know how to do that, but I guess we're going to figure it out, right? That's that's so, hey, do you know how to make a pot roast? I don't, but let's figure it out. Um, and so it's a, it's a song to me that's that's about, you know, triumph and, and, and not giving up, but in a very modest way, in a, in a very everyday kind of, I don't know, yeah, so we'll just make it work. Let's do it. You know, what's the worst that could happen? So we burn our roast. Right, that would actually be pretty bad because those aren't cheap. But that would, but still. Uh, and then you pair that with something like Vangelis, which to me, uh, uh, this this end bit from Blade Runner is not just a classic sort of a sci-fi. And I wanted to really hammer home the sci-fi element and some of this and, and the role that that the genre plays in my life. But is that that speech is a little bit extemporaneous? It's un, kind of unclear how much of it was scripted and how much of it was Rutger Hauer doing his thing. Uh, but it's also both mean, gritty cyberpunk detective music, but also very emotional, but very dystopian, but not without hope uh, about life. And it segues or, or alludes to things like the Daft Punk ending to me really nicely and, and, and creates and shows that emo isn't necessarily just a, a genre. I don't want to say just, it's, but it's, it's not a shelf in the record store. It's a thread that goes through a lot of kinds of music. And the question is how high or how low do we you know, turn that slider up? I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Attack ships on fire off the shore of Orion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near ten hours of game. All those moments. Time like tears.
Daft Punk's uh, Human After All is kind of the closing credits to a cyberpunk role-playing adventure that I did called Always Never Now, which is available free online, uh, that is very much the heart of how this kind of music interacts with me narratively. So Always Never Now is a thing that I made a couple of years ago that is uh, based on the campaign that we were playing in high school and college that was a cyberpunk kind of Tarantino, William Gibson, John Woo, Robert Rodriguez mix of, of atmospheres. Uh, I have atmospheres and a vocabulary and terminology and style, everything. Uh, and so I, I revisited it when the game was was 20 years old or something and then republished it as a whole new sequel sort of to everything we'd done in high school in an entry-level way so that you didn't have to know these characters and the stories by getting the band back together, essentially, for one last mission. And then that has turned into... Uh, new fans of the property fans of the game who've written me including one who is doing a, a, an original soundtrack for the sequel to Always Never Now that uh, I am, it's a musician that I'm that I'm a big fan of as a musician to begin with and we've become friends in the last year or so and it's uh, just been a phenomenal experience to hear this music so to me that, that kind of circular snake eating its own tail uh, in this case T-A-L-E has been phenomenal. It's been amazing to me because now the narrative is literally creating more of itself in a way that's really kind of what what I always want narrative to do is to inspire more stuff to get made. Being able to look at this list as a whole really creates for me an ability to look back at something that is otherwise too big to kind of see with two eyes that I can't take in all at once. And so it creates this opportunity for me to not just see what I'm up against or see what I've been dealing with, which is something I can see every day. I can just go to the mirror right if i want to do that but is the ability to see how it's been different over 20 25 years of facing and wrestling with some of this stuff in different ways and i shouldn't i shouldn't make it sound like it's just and to a certain extent the, the mental health issues a lot of it to me is it's just me it's just the personality and growing up and and uh, becoming sometimes more and sometimes less like the kind of person that i would like to be for other people uh, and how that's different from the person that i would like to be for myself and getting them to harmonize so having this ability to, to see the whole list at once and frankly to be able to come out the other end of it. So the fact that it ends as excitably as it does is not an accident. Uh, it ends with, to me, I read Human After All not just as a downbeat but as an upbeat in the sense that uh, I'm not more or less than that. And the fact that I actually can recognize that I am that is already a pretty great, for me, realization. It's powerful. It's helpful. And coming out of that sort of feeling then creates the, sen the, the, the sense that there's a reason to, for me at least to kind of celebrate a little bit. And to me, that's what a song like Sound System is for, is not just because Sound System, uh, uh, Op Ivy's Sound System is a song that I associate with good times and that I associate with, uh, uh, if not kicking ass, then at least taking names, is uh, I just recently, in fact, on a, on a trip uh, out of town, to talk in part about this upcoming soundtrack for, for a role-playing game that we're putting together, uh, I found that a friend of mine had her Operation Ivy album on the wall uh, uh, as wall art, and that apparently, and I didn't realize this, but I had introduced her to Op Ivy in college. And so I'm like, that's interesting that it, that not just that it connected, but that it lasted, that connection persists. These things, these moments that we have, these interactions we have with people that for me started again in, in the late 90s in this case. I was into Operation Ivy at the time, and I'm, I, I'm sure was playing it too loud out of my dorm room. And uh, uh, and now it is not just still someone's life, but it's up you know, in a, in a collection of, of album art on the wall because 
that connection means something to someone more than just me. And knowing, being reminded that that's true is super valuable and makes it feel to me like whether or not we're here for a reason, we can make reasons to be here. Listening to Blank Cassette, a Nerdalogs production. All the music you just heard has been presented for critical and historical purposes only. If you liked what you listened to, check out full songs via our Spotify playlist or buy the songs on iTunes. Supporting the arts is the best. If you'd like to hear some bonus material that didn't make the final edit, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash nerdalogs. And for more information on the Nerdalogs and our shows, go to www.nerdalogs.com. Time to the Lord, bring me back,